This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Stella Ray Herself podcast. I want to talk about something this week that I feel like is very relevant for myself and I feel like for a lot of people in our age group judging by my analytics i'm sure if you're listening to this you're around my age if not that's totally fine but let me know if you relate to this concept or idea or not so i want to talk about alcohol and sobriety and being sober curious as always don't forget to comment below your thoughts if you're watching on youtube and post an aesthetic pic on your story of you listening so that i can repost and follow my podcast ig at celebrate podcast i feel like one of the major changes and realizations i had when i lived at home from you know mid-november to mid-march was just what a difference not drinking made in my life, in my body, and in my mental health. Living in LA, and this is not an LA specific thing, you know, I feel like it's just alcohol in general and our society is very normalized, even though it's so, so bad for you. So bad for your body. Um, I just always think of a Canadian study that came out where it said that two drinks a week for women is the max amount that you can have without seriously giving yourself long-term health problems. And just how normalized it is to go out on weekends and get shit-faced. Alcohol is always so readily available. I feel like in LA and just with the whole club scene and going out and, you know, just wanting to be social and do things, a lot of alcohol comes with that and you just kind of accept it. And when everyone else around you is doing it, you know, you don't really think much of it. I think also there's this certain image that most people have of like an alcoholic, like an old man (laughs) or like someone that, you know, needs to start their day by drinking, which I mean, that's totally obviously valid as well. But I feel like there's just this problem, honestly, where alcohol is just very normalized and binge drinking is very normalized. And even though maybe not everyone who participates in that is an alcoholic, it still has such a negative impact on your health. And I think a lot of people do it without really thinking much of it because again, everyone else is doing it. So I've talked about before how I have struggled with anxiety and panic attacks. And I feel like because of probably the pandemic, it was like mid 2021, it had been quite a while since I had experienced regular anxiety and almost like agoraphobia, which is basically the, a phobia of doing regular things because you fear that you'll have a panic attack. So you start avoiding certain situations. I definitely experienced that in high school when I was experiencing a lot of panic attacks. So we've done a lot of deep diving, you know, to kind of like heal that and just kind of realize what I was going through at the time and like overcome it. And then during 2021, I started really experiencing that again. For that whole next year, I feel like I was just kind of stuck in this cycle again or like this battle with anxiety and it was just really hard to enjoy myself i think that also mixed with the fact that i lived alone and just kind of because of the pandemic too like i just got used to doing a lot of things on my own spending my days alone and that ultimately ended up in me feeling very isolated and i don't think i even realized it at the time so much but now looking back it's like oh my god bro like no wonder i would like felt 
so bad mentally but i would still you know try to get out and do things but i do feel like most of the social activities that i did like on weekends and stuff was going out i'm not drinking every day i'm I don't feel like I'm relying on alcohol to like live my life. It's just like, oh, like I'm going out. So yeah, I'm going to drink like whatever. And I didn't even realize like how much of a negative impact that had on my anxiety that I was already experiencing in my day to day because alcohol is a depressant. And while it will make you feel relaxed in the short term and calm and just like, you know, oh my God, finally I can take a breather. It spikes your cortisol levels. So that's why you know, a lot of people when they go out drinking, they're gonna wake up at like 5 a.m. the next day. You'll pass out really quickly, but you're not gonna get into that deep sleep. And because of the spike in your cortisol levels, you'll be awake early or you'll wake up in the middle of the night and it's just so hard to go back to sleep. And a lot of people can experience a lot of anxiety as well. You know, your heart is like racing. And I feel like that's kind of how the cycle starts because you drink, your cortisol is spiked, you have more anxiety. So you're like, oh my God, I need to drink. Like, let's go to brunch, let's do this and that. You know, it's like hair of the dog, but then it's like, it turns into more serious of a problem. So taking, you know, a few months off of really drinking at all, combined with, you know, living with people again and not feeling so isolated and just doing a lot of things to ground myself in my body and learning a lot about cognitive behavioral therapy and exposure therapy. And just, you know, again, doing deep dives on like why I experience these things and what my own personal triggers are and like all this stuff. Bro, I am like in such a better place mentally now. And with that came such an awareness of alcohol consumption and how it makes me feel. Because now that I know, you know, how good I feel not drinking heavily like that, it's like, I don't want to sacrifice that. Like, I don't want to go out drinking. And it's like, I knew that before. Like I knew like, okay, like I feel better when I don't drink. Oh yeah, I hate being hungover. But it's so much more than just like a hangover the next day. You know, it's like that cycle and just, again, when you already struggle with anxiety, it just makes it so much worse. So I think a great example of this is where I was really like, wow, like this is crazy, is going on dates. <laughs> a lot of dates, I feel like a lot of dates in general are very centered around alcohol. It's like, oh, let's get a drink. Or like you go out to dinner and drinks and like whatever, whatever. And sometimes you want to pregame the date, like have a drink while you get ready to calm your nerves and all that. And I think cutting that out as well has made just such a big difference. The most recent dates I've been on, we've had like a glass of wine. I have just felt so much better and more clear and like in control of the situation. And I feel like then you actually get to know somebody and you're not like, oh, I'm just drunk. So I feel like I like this person, you know? And I just had this moment like low key recently where I was like, it was before we even had gotten our wine that we ordered. And I was just like, wow, like I feel so calm and just grounded and good right now. And I didn't feel like I needed to, you know, have a glass of wine before this or like, oh my God, like, let's just get this wine so we can like actually start, you know, relaxing and like talking to each other. Like I just genuinely felt very relaxed and at ease. And then, you know, we had our wine and it was cute and fun. And like, that was all I needed. So I feel like that's much more my vibe. Having that awareness of just like how much a drink, like one drink affects your body. Um, it's like, oh my God, I don't even want to like imagine you know taking shots right now <laughs> so i say this all this to say you don't need to be an alcoholic to experiment with a lower alcohol lifestyle and i think especially if you deal with mental health things as i feel like bitch i feel like most of us do let's be real this world is like really hard to get through if you just want to feel better if you have fitness goals if you just have like goals in your life like alcohol really holds people back i feel from reaching like their true potential and even just like reaching full sense of vulnerability in relationships. You know, I think 
a lot of relationships, especially, you know, when you're in your, you know, 20s, early 20s. I mean, but really at any time of life, I think a lot of relationships are kind of based around alcohol and partying and going out. And while there's nothing wrong with having like friends you only see when you go out, there is something to be said, I think especially in dating and I mean friendships too, but like there is something to be said for building a relationship like sober, low key, just not being like fucked up every time you're around someone or even just like tipsy, you know, it's like, I read this book on panic attacks and anxiety and agoraphobia and all of that actually like a few weeks ago maybe it was last month it's linked on my goodreads it was like a workbook like it literally looked like a textbook that you would like get at school but basically they just talk about how the main thing you have to do to get through a situation you're anxious about or that you have you're experiencing like agoraphobia over which again is like the fear of you know basic tasks because you feel you fear that you're gonna have a panic attack is you have to do it and you have to do it especially when you are experiencing that anxiety and i just feel like this is true for so much i tweeted recently like oh and i, I mean this is kind of different but it's like the same kind of core idea of like bro once you realize that the feeling of embarrassment or like oh i want to try something new but what if i look stupid when you realize that's just a feeling and nothing's actually going to happen to you like, it's very unlikely someone's going to come up to you and be like, oh, like, you look so stupid doing this, you know? And if they do, like, who does that? That's like a weirdo. Um, once you can get over that or at least push through it, you can achieve so much. Like, I just saw a TikTok yesterday of this older woman who um, had a video like, oh, like, I just went to the gym for the first time and tried to lift and I, it was so embarrassing. I felt so stupid. And then she stitched herself now, you know, and you can tell she's been like working out. She looks like 10 years younger She's like, oh, I just finished a workout. Because she stuck with it and pushed through that embarrassment and just that like uneasy feeling, she was able to achieve so much. And the same is true for anxiety and just kind of any uncomfortable situation. You know, I've talked about it before with you guys, how when you feel that, you know, like, okay, I have a choice right now to stay the same and create a different kind of loop. Like, oh my God, I always need to be, you know, reliant on alcohol to go on a date or I always need to... I need to like avoid this certain situation because I'm I fear it for some reason or you can face your discomfort and your anxiety <laughs> it's like so hard bro it's definitely easier said than done um but you're literally re like retraining your brain you know so you can take that the new uncomfortable path and the next time it's going to be a little easier and the next time it's going to be a little easier and before you know it like you have whole a whole new set of circumstances in front of you because you were able to push through and i think that's also a, an important distinction it's not about like oh get over it like oh get over your embarrassment get over your anxiety it's like i'm going to do this despite feeling that and that's where true like mental strength comes you know and when you can do that like sober in your right mind in your clear mind your brain is going to reward you so much like bro that's really the key you just get so like strong like confident in yourself and like mentally strong i feel like ice plunging or cold plunging is really trendy right now i've never tried it i i do want to try it like i'm not going out of my way to try it but like if i had the opportunity i would try it um but it's basically where you sim i have tried it once actually but it wasn't in one of those tubs. It was just like in a really cold pool in the winter. But anyway, it's kind of like that. Like that's a controlled environment where you are putting yourself, you're putting your body and your nervous system in a really uncomfortable situation, not unsafe, but uncomfortable. And it's basically teaching your nervous system to be able to relax in stressful situations. So when you're in that, you know, you're supposed to breathe deep and just 
you know, mind over matter. Like you have to be mentally strong to get through that. So yeah, I've talked about before how even like turning your shower really cold at the end of it and trying to stay there as long as you can, that can be a good thing. To a certain extent too, I feel like you just kind of have to be delusional and like in the sense of like, think of life as like a simulation or like a game, kind of, you know, it's like, just be really mindful. Like today, this is so stupid, y'all. I was working at a coffee shop, <laughs> sitting with my coffee and my coffee started to cool down. I prefer using a straw with my coffee because I like to protect my teeth <laughs> from getting stained because I drink a lot of coffee. I saw they had straws and in my mind, for some reason, I felt like uncomfortable getting up to go get a straw because I like, it's not like I was thinking this fully, but it was just, I felt a little uncomfortable. And I was like, bro, I like my mind thinks that someone's going to like yell at me for getting a straw or like someone's going to be like, why do you need that? You have a hot drink. Like, why do you need that? <laughs> I was like, bro, no one's going to do that. So luckily I caught myself and I'm like, I'm just going to go get it. And you have to like, again, put mind over matter and just like do shit. Even if your body is telling you like, oh no, that's going to like be awkward. Or it's almost like your ego, you know, obviously listen to your intuition and obviously like be reasonable if something is literally unsafe. Don't be like, well, I'm gonna force myself to do it. But just in those like awkward, like uncomfortable situations or like, especially if you grow up as a people pleaser, you're gonna have a lot of that fear of just like shit. And it's like, you don't need to have that. Or again, it's like, it's okay to have it, but it's about pushing through it, like being mentally strong and pushing through it. So I think experimenting with sobriety or even just a lower alcohol intake is very beneficial and that could go for anything you know if you're really reliant on weed and obviously like it's different if you literally struggle with an addiction um that's like a whole nother thing but if you're just kind of like in the habit of drinking or in the habit of like like that's where you go to de-stress and to unwind it's like worth you know examining and just trying something new and just like seeing how you feel because yeah i just feel so much better now and it's not like oh my god like i'm cured i never have anxiety again blah 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 but it's like in my everyday like day-to-day -day, bro it's like it's so true you just you need to work out you need to get enough sleep don't drink too much don't drink period eat good drink enough water like those things and i think community is also a really important one like you could be doing all that and if you're isolated bitch you're not gonna feel good um getting outdoors you know getting sunlight all of these things really do help so much and it just sucks that we live in a society that's so like dysfunctional and you know promotes like drinking it's just so normalized and a lot of people again it's like i think a lot of people like the general population has this specific idea of like what an alcoholic is and it's like oh well i don't have a problem because i don't fit this image just because you're not an alcoholic doesn't mean that alcohol isn't negatively impacting you um, and again, especially if you deal with anxiety, it's just like, bro. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So I thought it was really interesting. I found this article about millennials versus Gen Zs and alcohol consumption. In 2021, 60% of US adults drank alcoholic beverages, which has decreased from 65% as 
reported in 2019. Compared to millennials, Gen Zs spent 40% less on alcohol, made five fewer trips per year to purchase alcohol, and were less likely to consume wine and beer regularly. So I thought that was really interesting. And then I found this article titled, Why Gen Zers Are Growing Up Sober Curious. They start the article talking about this 22-year-old girl named Lola. She talks about how as a teen, she would like go out drinking and then regret it the next day and then like do it again. When the pandemic hit, she moved back in with her parents and her drinking came to an abrupt halt. Lockdown presented her with an opportunity to step back from ingrained habits and address her anxiety issues. I'm not anti-drinking. I just don't like getting drunk or feeling ill the next morning. I like going home safely and remembering the people I met so sober nights work well for me. Experimenting with alcohol and drinking to excess has long been seen as a rite of passage into adulthood, at least in Western cultures. From an early age, often before the legal age, alcohol is embraced as a social lubricant, a way to have fun, make friends, and escape day-to-day -day realities. Few professional or, or social events are without some form of alcohol, but Gen Zers are taking it slow as they enter adulthood, either by not drinking at all or drinking less often and in less quantity than older generations. 26% of 16 to 25 year olds in the UK do not drink versus 55 to 74 year olds, 15% didn't drink. They kind of talk about this, but I also really do think that a lot of this has to do with more widespread information about health and mental health as well as growing up with social media and technology. I've told you guys before about how my first introduction to Jersey Shore was in fifth grade when my fifth grade teacher was trying to prep us for middle school and he was talking about you know cell phone pictures and oh my god alcohol and the horror of it and he was like oh my god there was you don't want to be like snooky like people taking pictures of you while you're passed out drunk that is insane and did y'all have to have like assemblies about cyberbullying and like revenge prawn and things like that you know and it says part of the reason for the decline in drinking is that gen z appear to be more cautious than older generations both in terms of their health and how peers perceive them. With more available research and open discussion, their knowledge is increasingly multifaceted. Google research in 2019 showed 41% of Gen Zers associate alcohol with vulnerability, anxiety, and even abuse. 60% of UK Gen Zers associate it with a loss of control. Also, drink spiking in bars and clubs may also serve as a deterrent, especially for women. 49% of Gen Zs say their online image is always in the back of their mind when they go out socializing and drinking. Bro, this is another thing. I, this is like my pet peeve also because like I, well, let me explain when people tweet things or when people say things like, oh, people just don't dance at the club anymore. People just don't dance at parties. Like we used to get down. Like, oh my God, I'm the bitch that is, if I'm at the club, I'm sitting down. Like maybe I'll be standing, but like I'm sitting. People want to record people in public all the time and make fun of them and have this video of this person go viral that they never consented to and that they never want, like they didn't even know you were filming them. So what makes you think that, you know, with all these videos out there of like you guys bullying people, not you guys specifically, but in general, that people are like, yeah, you know, you're right. Let's like dance and like make a fool of ourselves. Haha, <laughs> yeah, like fuck all these opinions, people online, like people recording your every move. Again, like a lot of this just comes from more knowledge and education. Because of social media, people are able to be educated. I mean, sometimes like for worse, honestly, like not about education, but just like misinformation and like falling down certain rebels. But people are able to learn about things that they would not have learned in school or from their parents or anything like that. So I do think that's a really positive part of social media. And I know I've learned so much about mental health from online and like following therapists and like reading and like, bro, we didn't learn any of that in school, you know? So I feel like you have to, to a certain extent, like go really out of your way to learn about that kind of stuff. Also, they talk about how, um, I believe it was in this article. Yeah, it is. How budgeting is like a big reason why more Gen Zers aren't 
why Gen Zers drink less. Because we can't just get into the housing market like older generations. It's like, bro, why did, why is everything like so fucked for us? You know? <laughs> I also feel like because of this, and they talk about this in as well, because there's more information out there, I feel like people for the most part are less judgmental or peer pressury when it comes to like somebody trying out sobriety or if someone is sober. And there is so many other options now as well. Like you don't, I mean, obviously you can just have like a soda water or like a soda or something, but there's so many mocktails out there and I just love how that is becoming like the norm. And then they end this article by saying, it's been very eye-opening to realize you can be young and sober and have very full friendships. And I think that is like such a huge takeaway, you know? Again, like there's nothing wrong with having your party friends and like blah, blah, blah. But I do think there's something to be said about like when you are spending your time sober or at least most of your time like fully sober, you just have such a you're just so much more in tune with your intuition and yourself and like you can just assess situations more clearly and again like you're just more clear in your mind but what's really cool this is not sponsored i would love to be sponsored by this app though is i found this app called less and it's not an app for sobriety but it is an app to track just your drinking habits so it encourages you know, drinking less. There are apps out there that are a little more targeted towards actual sobriety. Um, and you know, if you think that you really do have a problem, but this is just kind of like, if you're curious about drinking less and you kind of want to see how much you drink in a week, whatever. So you can set goals for how many drinks you want to have. Like what's your drink limit? I put mine as two. Again, thinking of that Canadian study. And also this is so funny. I think staying at home too. I saw... I don't know if it was like a TikTok or a tweet. Uh, this was a while ago, but it was like, why does two drinks with your parents feel like four drinks with your friends? Yeah, so this has been really helpful as well. And again, just kind of keeps you mindful because I know when you're going out and stuff, it's like, bro, like again, if you're out, if people, if dudes are buying you drinks, if you're taking shots with your friends, like that adds up. And yeah, you can do these like hacks here and there, like, oh, I'm drinking water and like, eh. but it's still like, that's negatively affecting your body. I have to go tour this apartment, y'all, like right now, actually. So thank you so much for listening. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Let me know what you want me to talk about next time. Don't forget to share on your story and I will see you guys then. Bye everyone.